When Zig Ziglar needed motivation, he called the Deej. The customers that you help, the clients that you help, the people that you work with, they earn so much more money by using your service that it's almost a joke whatever you charge. The Deej, Dan Jordan. Park your car, pull over, this is one to write down. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I need my daily dose of the Deej. There's nothing stopping you. His sales is life. Because you're dealing with other people. There's no rules here. Okay. That's good stuff, isn't it? You see? So what was I talking about? And now, please welcome the sales energizer, Dan Jordan. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Sales Energizer Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Like I say many times, I'm jealous of you because I never know what's going to come out of my mouth either. So this is kind of a surprise to both of us. And this is true. I'll go to uh, speaking events all over the country and I'm out there. And basically my sales pitch to the organizer of the event is that I, when I walk out on stage, you can be sure of one thing. I know about 60% of what I'm going to talk about. But the rest of it, the 40% that just comes out, I get that fed to me from the audience. I'm different than other speakers that go out. I generally go out in the office. I ask questions. They give me answers. I bring people up. We go crazy. And as good as the audience is, the energy that they give out, it's a totally new experience for everybody. And that's how it is in this podcast. Right now, I'm looking at Mr. Producer Man, Chris Stone. He's a big dog over here. He's taking care of it. He makes me sound good. I was singing earlier. The Frank Sinatra stuff. You know why? Because I have show notes for you, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want you to think that I come unprepared. And I have this one thing, and it said, fly into the future, which is a, a thought that I had when I was a kid. I used to do that. You know how you just imagine? You, you have to build up when you're a kid. You think that you could... Well, let me back up. What happens is you have a product and you have a service and you have a price that you're comfortable selling that product and service for. But there's somebody else down the street or in a different company that may be a little older than you or a little younger than you or whatever they are. And for them, for them, their price for the same service could be two times, three times, four times as much. There are consultants out there that do what I do in my consulting practice. I'll charge between $2,500 and $5,000 a month. And that's for you know a six month, something like that. But the same kind of sales consulting that I do for companies, there's people that charge $100,000 a month, a million. Tony Robbins, by the way, has his coaching clients. I'm talking, I'm looking at Mr. Producer Man here. Tony Robbins has coaching clients uh, for a year's, it's a million dollars, a million dollars. They do the same stuff. So what is it? The difference between someone who's charging a whole lot and someone who's charging what you're charging, even in your product, whatever you do, even if it's a commodity, is all in their head. It's their mindset. And this was taught to me by my neighbor, Mr. Zisman, across the street from me. Did I ever tell you about Mr. Zisman? Oh, my gosh. Well, Mr. Z- so I was friends with Gary Zisman. This is Gary Zisman. And Gary had, two, had a brother, Dennis, and a sister, Lisa. But they had cousins. And their cousins were, was Jeff, Warren, and Greg. And both of them, they had this construction company. And it's an amazing story because they, uh, all the kids grew up, they're all in the business. There's, all the kids are in the business. It's really amazing. So I went over to, I was playing with Gary, and I walked to the house, and Gary went to the bathroom or did something, whatever he's doing. And so his dad, Saul, came up to me. And uh, Saul looks at me, and he says, uh, so Danny, you know, what are you going to do with yourself? How are you going to support your family? 
I looked at him and I said, you know, Mr. Zisman, I'm 11. <laughs> I mean, what, do you, what, do you, what do you want from me? You know? But that was the mindset that he was there in that neighborhood that I was brought up in. He's the most important thing. And every parent would tell you this. Everybody owned their own business. Somebody had a street cleaning business. Somebody had a pharmacy. They had a construction company. There were people in the, in the fashion industry. One guy was a spice man. Stu Shapiro's dad, he used to go around. He was a jobber. He would sell spices to companies. Anyway, they always say, you got to have a trade. Once you have a trade, you can do whatever you want, but you can always come back to your trade. You can always make a living. And Mr. Zisman told me that in his construction business, they are the most expensive in the area. They charge more than anybody else. And I said, how could you do that? How come you charge so more? What's so much better about you? He goes, well, what we do different than the other people, and, and this is something, park your car, pull over, this is one to write down. I go, what did you do to be able to charge so much? And he says, what we do different than other companies is, I made it a point early on in our business to put an extra zero at the end of the number that we charge. It was just in his head. He says, we get to charge what we want to. He likes to tell people that he was reassuringly expensive because when you pay more for the product, you automatically expect more. You think it's going to be better. And, and the product that you get, you feel better about it because you put more money into it. And a second thing is it made him earn it more. It made him make sure you're doing a great job for these people because we're charging so much more. You have to live up to it. And then it just feeds on itself. And you're able to do that. So this whole thing started because I was singing Fly Me to the Moon. It's because I wrote that down today, Fly to the Future. What I would do after Mr. Zisman told me that, he says, uh, before I would go to bed at night and, or when I wake up in the morning, but actually it was before I went to bed, I would, in my head, fly into the future. And just decide, what did I want? How much money did I want to earn? How was I going to get this? Where was I going to be? At a certain, you know, and you could do that. In your, it's free and liberating. You're only in your head. Then you get to go to sleep and you wake up and you deal with the real world, but you can always start imagining. And it's very important because the more you imagine bigger numbers, then when it comes that you're in that sales call with some person and you have to say it's $10,000, how's that sound? Is that more or less than you thought it would be? You could say it without your whole face contorting and bending into 35 different positions and twitching like a lunatic, because that's what happens. I actually do that in sales training classes. What I'll do is I'll have people stand up, and all they have to say is these words. Yes, the price is $10,000. How's that sound? People cannot say it. You, you listeners out there, do that. By the way, if you guys have any questions uh, that you want to, to reveal on the, on the Deedcast here, please go ahead and just email them in, and we'll, we'll put your name there. I'll make you a star. Producer man, will you make him a star? He's nodding his head, and yes, I'll make you a star. We'll get your name, even throughout your company there. By the way, this uh, episode is sponsored by Cast Ahead. Cast Ahead is the podcast company that's making everything happen here. And if you're looking to start your own podcast, there's only one place to look. Call the Deej and we'll hook you up with my man, Chris Stone. We'll set you all right. So what do you do? What do you do to psych yourself up? What do you do to get yourself ready? I have someone looking in from the other office over here. I guess apparently I'm making too much noise. See, on your behalf, because of you, my avid listener, I'm willing to... Uh, deal with people hating me all day long for making too much noise. But I have to get out of the house because your wife hates you. That's a bigger problem. But what do you do? What do you do to get out of that same mindset in that price 
world that you are in right now. The biggest thing you could do is understand that there is so much price elasticity in your business. There's nothing stopping you. Every, every industry that you're in, there's somebody charging twice as much as you and earning twice as much as you with the same product. So the difference is to work out on your head. So you got to think of little things to do. I fly around, but there's other in my head, but there's other things that, but you can do. But the main thing is to try it. Just try it. If you're, especially if you're in the consulting world, if you're in the consulting world, think about this. The customers that you help, the clients that you help, the people that you work with, they earn so much more money by using your service that it's almost a joke, whatever you charge. I was talking to somebody who's charging $1,500 a month to help this manufacturing company grow. I'm counseling him on what he needs to do, but $1,500 a month, if they make one sale, each sale is a $100,000 sale. If they help him with one sale, it's 10 times their investment on this thing. Are they crazy? So what if he does, decides to charge $3,000 or $4,000 or $10,000? doesn't matter. They can make an extra million dollars by using this, and they're happy to do so. I mean, you certainly just have to, you know how to do this service. You just got to have the guts to go ahead and ask for it. That's a life changer. That's a game changer right there. Learning to ask for more money for the same product that you do. There is nothing better than someone's looking at you and saying, so do you really think you earn that much money? Do you really think, why should I pay you all that much money? Personal story. So this just happened uh, actually last week. And uh, we met with a person, a great guy, uh, has a great business, earns a, earns a lot of money in the marketing field, doing really well, but he wants to go into a different area. And uh, so he wants to grow that area. So he called us in to see if we could help him grow that area. And I told him how much the, the price is. And the standard line is this, and you might want to use this. This is really cool. You name your price. It's $5,000 a month. And then you ask the question, so was that more or less than you thought it was? You got, it's basically closing them. It's a, it's a release of tension. In the old sales world, you would just say, uh, you know, it's $5,000. First person that talks loses. That's the old game. But I like to release that pressure. It's $5,000. Was that more or less than you thought it would be? And the guy was very honest. He was an old timer, good salesperson, very honest, straight away. And he said, actually, it's a lot more than I thought it would be. And uh, then he says, I'll be honest, I pay this, blah, 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 to all this stuff. And then it was our turn to talk again. And I looked at him very clearly and I said, you know, what you want to do here is, and I talked about outcome, 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 is this, 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 all that you talked about before. And the people that are successful with that, we can absolutely take you there, but the people that are successful with that are successful because they're willing to invest in it. Didn't come down a penny. Not one penny. And it ended successfully. And he felt like he got the right thing. As soon as you start coming down and letting the customer or the prospect or the client sell you that you're not worth as much as you know you are worth, it's a, it's a, you know, a roller coaster ride that ends at the bottom. It just never goes up again. It just always keeps going down and down, and there's always somebody cheaper. But even worse than, than losing the money is you lose the ability to have that respect again from that person. You want to be reassuringly expensive. You want to be the Rolex. And you don't get it by becoming greater at what you do already. We already know how great you are. You get great at that, and you can be the Rolex simply by claiming it 
by claiming you are the one who has the guts to ask for it. And you'll get it. Dang, that's good stuff. That's good stuff, isn't it? Chris Stone, you see? Now, I, did I think I was going to end up there? No, I have other notes here I never got to. Okay, I'll give you one more. I'm going to give you guys one more because this is important. I didn't want you to lose without this. A lot of things of asking uh, for money or changing the, the scope of your business or going to a different direction or whatever you're thinking about doing, and uh, it's going to cost a lot of money and you're going to charge a lot of money in that whole thing. There's always that fear of uh, feeling like an idiot. There's always that fear of being embarrassed. And, and, and the biggest fear is the fear of failure. It's, it's one thing to look like an idiot and succeed because then you could say, hey, you look like an idiot, but look, he's making a lot of money. It's another thing to look like an idiot and fail. Don't be afraid to fail. It's the exact opposite than you think. You think you're losing all the respect from people because you're failing. No, they're thinking to themselves, I wish I had the guts. I wish I could do what that person just did. I wish I could try and fail. And the weird thing is, there's plenty of coaches. There's plenty of coaches in high school and in college and even in the pros. They've really never had a winning record. But even if they get fired from a place with a losing record, another team will always hire them because they are the type of person that's a coach. They have that inside them that they're willing to take the chances. They're willing to call the shots. You make that be you. You just got to claim it. And you're that person. So if you have any other questions, call the Deej, uh, email us. We'll get you on the podcast and name your name. Uh, I think this was, this was a lot of fun, wasn't it? What do you think? All right. Well, you guys are awesome. I really appreciate you listening the whole way. Remember, I'm the Deed. You're the best. You need to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Facebook, Twitter, anything else you can think about. And uh, you just go out and get them today because today's your day. Go for it. Hey, guys, it's Dan Jordan, the Deej. People call me the sales energizer. And the reason is I'm a speaker, I'm a coach, I'm a trainer. But most of all, what I do and what I'd love to do is come to your business to do a kickoff sales training meeting. Your salespeople will love it. They'll love your company even more. You'll love it because there'll be more production. And to top it off, you get to meet the Deej. So go ahead to danjordan.com and contact us for speaking ideas. We'll rock and roll. And remember to subscribe to my YouTube channel, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and whatever else you can think about. We'll see you next time. Go get them today. Well, if your sales team sucks and